0: I've come up with two really good people who could play the Joker. Yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Statler and Waldorf and the Muppets.
1: Yeah. Oh, Statler and Waldorf. Together. <laughs> one <laughs> and the other one's shoulders in a trench coat. I'd I'd watch that. Now that Marvel owns a lot of different things, we should definitely get a Muppets Marvel <laughs> crossover, right? Who would play Iron Man? Probably Kermit. Kermit? Probably. You sure. I think he'd have to, wouldn't he? Yeah, because he's the main guy, anyway. He? He's the main guy. He'd, Captain America. Come would, would either be Captain America or Ryan, man.
0: I think he'd be Captain America, because obviously they think people think Captain America's the main guy.
1: Fuzzy Bear would be Fuzzy Bear or Gonzo would be Hulk. Could no, we... Animal would be Hulk. Oh, Animal would be Hulk. That's much can better.
2: Can I ask a favor? Sam Eagle is Captain yeah, America. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: can
2: can I ask a favor of you, Gary? No. Is fuck he, off. Every he, week. You see when, when you're like, hey Like, let's have some witty banter and cold open before we get into the main episode. Can you not always just make it about the Muppets? Yeah, this is like the first. (laughs)
0: Oh, I didn't even notice that. Time time
2: you've made it about the Muppets,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was trapped. Maniacal laugh, maniacal laugh. It's meandering movies, listening to Gary
0: Ryan and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments, of course? Because everyone knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about.
1: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Meandering Movie Podcast, where we like to talk about movies and pretty much everything else that's happened in the movie industry. Um, We've just spent the last couple of weeks talking about Oscars, um... Specifically our reaction to the Oscars Which went better than We were expected. happy
2: It was better than expected Parasite won, sure. so that's all the that matters Parasite won three Three four. four What was the fourth three. one? Four. Was
1: it not four?
0: Best film, best international film, best script
2: Best director Yeah, Original four. script or yeah. adapted Parasite didn't, didn't run best
0: director It did No it didn't Bong Joon-ho did
2: yeah. That's four oh, from No, we Harrison. had this argument that last counts. week and you
0: were on my side then. You've changed your tune, <laughs> changed <laughs> your tune over the week, Also,
2: what do you mean last week? This episode is coming out, we don't know when. So we shouldn't date it.
0: We recorded it last week. That's what I mean by last week.
2: Okay, <laughs> but this episode is coming out at a different time. At hey, one point. Trust me, guys. So no I hope no you... one
0: in the world who listens to this think this is flawless or that this is
2: professional.
1: <laughs> well, it isn't when you say things like that. But this week, we're going to be talking about something I've asked multiple times on Mike. Uh, I've always thought Gavin would be able to answer these questions, and he, to this day, has not been able to answer them satisfactorily.
2: What are you talking about?
1: We have got an industry insider, a special guest, uh, main man himself. We have Oscar winning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you know what? I'm taking it. I'm taking yeah, it. You, you, you are. You're on an you've, Oscar you've winning team. me to take it. Yeah. Uh, I forgot to ask your full name, so I'll let you introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Andrew McClellan, and yeah I,
1: i'm a serial killer <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we have it's andrew mcclellan andrew McKellen? mcclellan 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 with us today <laughs> um and you are uh, you are officially oscar-winning team member you are for what, the counts? Counts. For
3: what movie for
1: 1917 yeah. check out our boy uh, as always
2: i am gary copeland to my right i am the maker of dance and rain gavin I just looked outside and then thought of the first two words, dance and rain.
0: Okay, I'm back to Ryan Skittles' is dead.
2: Yay! <laughs> Hopefully <laughs> Ryan's missing, nicer than
1: Skittles. I miss him already. Ryan's not. Oh, God. Ryan's yeah, yeah. worse. What do we want to talk about? Or what, or what I thought we were kind of going to talk about this week um, is is clearing it, you know, talking about the industry, talking about uh, how hard slash easy it is to break into the grand film industry, because I'm sure a lot of people have wanted to have thought about it, if not want to do it. Totally.
2: I tried and failed
1: well I mean that's and not look at me now that's not, that's not surprising is it Gav what does that mean
2: <laughs> 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 I, I just expect
1: you to try and fail at a lot of things
3: oh, okay you, well, when, when you and
2: audio
0: boy could start a duel <laughs> and you could, be, you could be called tried and filled just, just no it doesn't matter
2: <laughs> not all of them people when trying but you tried sorry it can't be hilarious <laughs> all the time mate I wanted to be a screenwriter and oh. I tried I did stuff for like the BBC and stuff but never really went anywhere oh, I mean oh. after all
0: your moaning you could just be called cried and filled <laughs>
1: What did you try? What did you write for the BBC? Uh, short stories. Did you get out. them anywhere? Did they do anything? I don't really go anywhere Just now. punt them into the BBC office. I got office. to go in to
2: the I think BBC. the problem
1: is. I remember you telling me about this when you were steaming. Is you were writing them on. Wait, I was steaming. Yeah, you were writing them in crayon on the back of cereal packets and just sliding them under the BBC door. Then he started. You started. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was doing them on the back of the napkins in the bar. I was unpushed at my face. <laughs> now, that was the start.
0: Then he started writing them in blood on Rizzler papers.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we One got a tape.
1: We have a. We've got a successful industry member
2: with uh, us this week. I mean, not so successful, but you're I mean, successful. You're, you're an Oscar in, starting in, starting Oscar team member, mate. Just, just starting out. T- you're
0: starting out, but you can still be successful. Your CV will say
2: Oscar. Winning cinematographer. It says Roger Deakins on it, which I'm pretty. My CV about, also so says so. well, That's op- something I'm going to be getting to that out.
0: No one's ever checked <laughs> <laughs> what does it say, your CV. Uh, yeah, Oscar-winning <laughs> cinematographer. No one's ever checked. it's
1: True. The only the only minor gripe I have, uh, and I'll bring it up now and get it out of the way, is this whole time. And for the last week, you've been very excited to get Andrew on, which is great because I'm very happy to have He's you. He's one of my best friends. I love him. And you obviously part of an Oscar-winning team. And you like, oh, we can talk to him about the industry, but you at no point remember to ask me if I'd. My my long and varied history. In I'm sorry, the you've industry had well. at this
2: point, master winning team member, as well. seven fifty eight episodes to talk about it. Whatever you want, you don't need me to bring it up. I know. As we know, you will humble. Talk about, you'll talk about fuck off. You're humble. There's <laughs> nothing humble about you. You big loud bastards <laughs>
1: I, in fairness the reason I didn't bring it up is because I don't know enough to. like, like I, mean, I was a producer so effectively a, oh, a line oh, producer oh you didn't do anything effectively a man no I did plenty I was just the, the manager of the whole fucking thing on oh, short film yeah uh, what was it called uh, my loneliness is killing me uh, I I can
2: anyone find it online anywhere
3: uh, I believe it might be up on BBC iPlayer at the moment so that, was that in Scotland like it was yeah Yeah. All yeah. right. Oh. Scottish BAFTA I feel like I've heard that name before yeah I'm sure it's you
1: Bathroom. did mate. it was pretty big
3: pretty big deal for a while uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, if the listeners can see the smug face on Gary right now, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So Andy, tell us. Uh, how do you, you want to do, do this question answer? Do you want to just oh, I don't don't know. give us, us a of so give us a wee backstory? Yeah, backstory. Yeah, back of story. your your
2: okay. path into leading right. on to working on 1917. Britain. I'll do a bit of backstory. I guess. Okay, go yeah. for it. I
3: mean, so yeah, I came from, come from Aberdeen originally. Yeah. Audio yes.
2: Boy's
0: around the Aberdeen area yeah, Is he? he <laughs> uh, close enough he's <laughs> from, uh, <laughs> Audio Boy's from Posh Aberdeen Yeah
2: he's from Porsche Posh Aberdeen If yeah. such a thing exists Lucky He's boy. from the
0: place that They didn't find the oil But they got the money for the
3: oil <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place You should
2: see his mansion I mean house
3: <laughs> So yeah I left school um, Went He means sister <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> He left
2: sister? <laughs> Andrew's telling a story everyone Let the man talk <laughs>
3: So I <laughs> <laughs> I left school at um, uh, the end of sixth year and then I uh, went to an HD, Crave Industries TV, I think it's called, at uh, Northeast Scotland College. Did that for two years. Um, and that was basically it. It was, kind of, it was mostly, I would say, a filmmaking course, though, rather than like a. It was called TV, but it was more just filmmaking. Constantly, it was great because you got to make like short films every week, which is mm. the best thing. And like, I mean, we did a bit of like multi-camera training as well, like for like entertainment shows and stuff like that. Because
1: that, that was going to be a question of mine later. You, <clears throat> I'm assuming you are camera trained in everything.
3: Well, that's where I got like the basic grounding and everything, like the filmmaking process. I guess because yeah. you get to all, like, editing, camera operating, screenwriting, uh, editing, all the stuff. And then, uh, and then I kind of found, I guess, what camera, cameras, and like editing were my two favourite skills and then yeah, I thought oh that's probably where I should
0: I suppose that's the best thing about college is if you don't always know exactly what you want to do actually spending two years getting a brief range of everything yeah no, that's great gives you something to like zone in on
3: yeah no it's, it was really good and it's one to be best years of my life for, for a long time yeah because it's just it was just like
1: tell you about ryan and i <laughs>
3: <laughs> today's it? episode is sponsored
1: by sesame street go to school kids <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah yeah I made a lot of great people there and it was just it was just so good it was just yeah just making stuff every week it was just great you know um and then and in those
1: early days is there anything you were specifically or or particularly proud of that you've got
3: online anywhere that we can i made a few short films uh how many really done like short filmmaking for like four years mm. um as much as i'd love to keep doing it it's just money time money and time yeah, yeah and, and getting people and then did you ever uh try the 48 hour film festival i always wanted to do that yeah. you've never done it i've never done it now. we should
1: work we should build a team we should yeah it's I'll, can I be it's on the team 100% man it's bonkers I'll make potions for everyone it's amazingly
0: I met mean, a lot of fun. people
3: who do it and i talked about it, and it I really find, I think it's really interesting I don't fun. want to
0: go up against the the juggernaut team that is Sean Campbell and Jack Willis and this is thing. true yeah. Uh,
2: yeah, they'll yeah, also yeah, be on the that, podcast yeah. <laughs> yeah. for uh, people who don't know I'll give a quick rundown of what the 48 hour film festival is well first things about, I just
1: want to say I got a second award from the 48 hour film festival best actor uh, 2017 <laughs> or 18 just saying, okay. that one you, as
2: well. how do you keep your head in the room I mean since we're doing it I mean what what have you got, Ryan? What accolades do you have? I was once in a
0: band, right? Yeah. We never played one gig. One gig. That's all we ever played. And in that gig, we opened for uh, the bassist from Status Quo's band. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Named? Rhino. Rhino. Okay. That's, name, yeah. that's a good name. I just have
2: never heard of them yeah. in my entire life. I just got Status Quo Boom. are fucking awful. Oh, yeah. yeah so, so bad. Nah. Yeah, it's like a wait. That's an wait old,
1: before I say that, can I think of a single <laughs> status quo song? What are you, boy, can you give us a status
2: quo Rocking song all over the world? Oh, there you go. Wherever you want. It's, it's just old dad maybe? songs to sing when they're mm-hmm. pissed at the end of the night. I see. Like I, a saw saw lived, I, I saw him live. at the end of most nights. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I, I saw
3: them live in Montrose of all places. What see status quo? Go. Were you there? I wasn't there. We heard it. It was like it's Montrose Golf Club. It was the most random gig ever. Really? What's his
1: name? John Steane. I thought you were gonna say Rick Astley. I don't know why. Yeah. so yeah. the 48 hour film festival is a anyone can sign up for it i think the fees something like 50 quid yeah they do one in edinburgh they do one in glasgow you can pull your team together beforehand but you go to the opening ceremony every team gets a different genre and the genres range from buddy comedy uh cop comedy cop drama all the way through to sci-fi Like, everything's in there. Romance, horror, all kinds, all sorts. Mm -hmm. Uh, You then get three objects. You get a line that has to be in your movie. You get an object that has to be in your movie. And you get a character that has to be in your movie. But you can do with them whatever you want. So the the year that I got the acting award... uh, we had a tomato, and my the character that they got me playing was was an idiot. So well, for, for, for two for two days, yeah, no wonder I won the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the award, right? For two days, they just had me eating raw tomatoes as apples. Ooh, that yummy. was the that's the day that uh, Gary became a vegan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty grim. But yeah, you then get forty eight hours mm. from leaving that place to go and write, come up with a concept, write it, script it. Film it, edit it, and deliver it,
3: which is just crazy. It is crazy. <laughs> it's it's just a it's a two day for like, context, full. What would you say is the average time to make a proper short film? What well, depends on the length. of I think average short film is like ten minutes, I guess. So like you could get it shot within a week or a few days, maybe. It Depends what. It depends, it depends. I was going to say how. two two weeks at the you know two weeks is probably a good
1: ballpark. Yeah, on, you on could shoot it
3: and a few days, and then if you go straight into your edit, and then of course then you got you know do your sound and your your mix and your color and.
0: I think your team's got to be pretty tight.
3: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Like a tight team. Yeah. They're also very strict on the delivery. Um, so that's why I think we used to do both of them, Glasgow and Edinburgh. <laughs> but if you miss it by a minute or 30 seconds, they just, they're like, sorry. Oh, really? go. <sighs> very, very they're, they're very, very strict. Right. So there was uh, two guys a uh, couple years back. This was before I was working with the company I did them with, who they just turned up. They paid the 50 quid. And I think they just turned up and maybe even just walking past it and went, oh, hey, we should give that a bash, and they didn't. Uh, they just filmed everything black and white, and then coloured bananas. That so they so they didn't have to spend much time.
3: Oh, great okay. Grading. They oh, would just say, right. like, everything's
1: black and white, bananas are yellow. Fuck it. Like, and that, that, that gave them their theme. Cause I think it had to be black and white film comedy or something. Stupid like also, that. They just put a leave color
3: effect on the banana
1: or something. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, and yeah. then they <laughs> submitted it. It was God awful. Color pop Because it was like so bad. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was just, uh, everyone was just buckled. And it's like, it's dumb as shit. You go and yeah. see them and there, you can tell the teams that are really making an effort and the teams that are just there. Yeah. Have a laugh for, to sh- for shits and gigs. But, um, it's good mm. fun we should totally do it we should look uh, into yeah, it we, we could know. do
2: the meandering movie podcast short film absolutely <laughs> then we've got an audio boy we've got an audio boy we gotta know don't shake your head <laughs> we've got <laughs> an andrew. andrew we've got an andrew who's uh, has professional skills Yep. gary mm. i guess acts so he can act i can do stuff Ryan's on camera very talented in so many mm. annoying ways But he'll he'll just he'll, he'll, he'll do something beautiful and there's always I'll beers in Gavin's fridge, <laughs> in the fridge. <laughs> and then I'll I'll, uh, I'll support you guys. You can make us tacos, right? That's what you do. I can make I, I can make partners, tacos. You can't well, make, well, make pot I'll learn yeah. I'll, I'll practice <laughs> When is the 48 hour film, film festival? Uh, they do
1: Must two be in Scotland sc- One at the beginning One at is the end the summer maybe? Is it? I don't know I think spring and
2: Yeah. Spring so and I've got winter. time to practice My no, pot right, It's usually skills.
1: like uh, September time I think Is it September? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should look into that. I'll be up for that yeah, I'll I'll be up for Plenty of time Anyway Moving on So you haven't done the 48 hour
3: Yeah we uh just spent a
1: lot of time Talking about stuff You haven't done So skydiving I
3: remember in college We always talked about Doing a film drunk I thought it'd be quite interesting. But I mean, I thought, all a, that equipment, like, oh. I thought doing a podcast drunk would be fun, and nah, <laughs> it's a mess. Drunk casting is a big deal,
0: though. I think lots of people do it. I think hmm. putting people drunk cast, though, they have they a producer on site who's not drunk. They also don't get as drunk as we did. Yeah. 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 He's,
3: he's
2: someone a little
3: bit sober and like. We, t- I, I,
0: I, I want to put spoiler alerts out there that we're planning to drunk cast a certain film that's coming out that is yes. out now. It's
2: out now, but
3: when are
0: uh, the I I really want find. to drunk cast it? Maybe. What film? Sonic. Well, that's full spoiler. I was leaving it a wee bit. <laughs> just bleep that out. I really no. want to go and see Sonic and get absolutely fucking
2: blasted. The problem is, when are we going to find time to do that? Uh, so after college, I'm assuming you immediately just got jobs in the industry like that, and you were just off, and you're now a professional filmmaker that just works uh, the biggest uh, films yeah. months, right? No, no. Okay, <laughs> not so very much not. In it. Yeah, um, this is kind of where I'm interested to ask questions of, like, yeah many like gary say many people want to work in the film industry mm-hmm. they go to college they go to uni they maybe just do it themselves uh, as a hobby and grow it how easy or difficult would you say with the skills that you had with leaving college was it to so get into the industry
3: I, I finished college in 2015 and then like so back then the industry still was still really mystical to me because essentially industry that is very mystical, like you don't you don't know where it is. You, you have to kind of yeah. look yeah, for it. Yeah, I guess
2: it. there's no like tangible location. Yeah,
3: it's like you, the jobs aren't on Indeed. You, mm-hmm. you can't you can't go in a newspaper and see a job. It's like you, you still kind
1: of can't do any of that either. You it's, still
3: can't do it. Yeah. still. And you, it's all about knowing people and networking. That's all. It's always going to be like that. I don't think it's ever going to change. Yeah. And like you, you just got to meet people. And when you're in a pos- position like me, because I've got no family members that do it, I've got no friends, immediate friends that do it. Mm um so like and there's some people who have those contacts already so when they leave college or do whatever they do then they immediately get in hmm. when you're like me and i don't you don't have anything like that it's kind of very difficult so it's why you need something like a traineeship which is what i did eventually last year um but i applied to so many of those things like and, and which is good because i think the industry is good at that now because there are plenty of schemes that
2: are there to help yeah like there's talent out there that's that's not getting noticed and they want to make sure that it's getting yeah noticed, and it's all so. about
1: getting people from up different backgrounds. It is, those, it is unfortunately a double-edged sword though because not yeah. only are there a lot of schemes to help people, there are thousands upon thousands of people all And
3: it's so competitive which police. I know because yeah. I didn't get it for four years. <laughs> no, like, man, I, yeah. I
1: ended up getting the producer gig after working. It again. Me no, but after producers. working as a, a customer like so service person in yeah. in a production yeah. com- house um before a friend of mine was like do you want to just give this a bash it's basically managing and you basically manage that place anyway and i went yeah, yeah okay cool uh, so it's it's yeah. i wasn't even looking for the job it was just happenstance and it yeah. worked out and i've done nothing with it since so i <laughs> mean <laughs> <laughs> look at us
2: <his> now <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
3: i mean look at us now depress me further thank you yeah so That's what yeah. i'm here for <laughs> like um See, so, yeah, I, I was always I was looking for that. I was because that's what I needed. I needed someone to help you introduce me to all these people. And yeah, I kinda, it's kind
2: of difficult just to just be like, "Hey," because I'm people. sure people
3: do it. Yeah, people sh- manage to because there's uh, people are really just naturally good at networking and meeting people and socializing. I'm yeah. not that, so like it's it's <laughs> Ryan's just, got his
2: hand up in an audio podcast. Yes, <laughs> because it was just for you guys. Oh, okay. Ryan didn't have his hand up in the, for the audio podcast. Gavin
0: doesn't wear treasures when we record these. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Who would? It's more free this way can you
1: hear it flapping oh geez. it's like a tiny 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 tiny
2: flag with a massive personality <laughs> i wish i was dead <laughs> so a riot so there are people yeah naturally are just very easily able to yeah network and yeah find and they, those
3: people, and they get into it quicker than i did i guess and like so because so i left the twi- college in 2015 and then for like a year i kind of spent with uh, like some other guys who'd left college I mean we made short films and we felt kind of formed not a production company but like a production group in yeah. Aberdeen and we did some odd client work and um, made like I mean, two short films which weren't very good which I'll never talk about <laughs> <laughs> but like um, yeah and, and like uh, and I kind of started investing in my own kit and stuff and like you know and I enjoyed doing that and will ask uh, another
2: question you have a lot of uh, your equipment <laughs> cameras and all that sort of thing and editing software how Cheap or expensive is it to garner your own kind of? So
3: fucking expensive,
2: really, expensive. really, so expensive. really expensive.
3: So expensive. I mean, I mean, cameras like so. Like, I started with a Canon 600D, which was like 400 quid well, I got it for my birthday, so I don't. But it was like 400 quid, I think. So. Thanks, Mama and papa. Thanks, mum and papa. Yeah, and then um, the GH4 I got after that was a bit more expensive. I was like, I think I spent a grand on that because I had to Oof. get a speed booster as well, and I had to got another, I got a 500 pound lens as well and then lenses are big oh, money that's why I don't have many because they're yeah. so bloody expensive I wish I had more I wish I had a whole set of primes or something but that's just so expensive yeah And yeah, I've I've
0: got, I have two prime lenses and they were so goddamn expensive yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: For I guess for context for people who don't know that Ryan is also a uh, a very talented photographer. He is. Ryan is a photographer. Talented <laughs> photographer. Uh, check out his stuff on Instagram because you can see all that kind of stuff. Ryan He's, owns a camera. <laughs> Ryan, owns, <laughs> Ryan owns many nice cameras. <laughs> and I think it's kind of funny. Sometimes I'll see used to kind of like talk and shop about cameras and stuff. And I'm just like, oh, they're saying fancy letters and numbers back to back. And I don't understand what's happening. But it's like, for you, Ryan, like uh, accumulating <laughs> your kind of stock of cameras kit. kit yes. kit.
0: Uh, I... I accidentally went into buying videographer's kit. Not accidentally, like I bought like oh, a really? Sony, like a, a really good Sony camera first. And as a sort of stills camera, it's not not bad, but not amazing. Mm. So then I had to like sort of reverse invest back into Canon and mm. in my sixty which is what I use now. Um, but yeah, like I probably could, but it could have been quite a good videographer with the first camera <laughs> I bought. It wasn't um, an A7S, was it? Uh, it wasn't but it was like the it was an A s-
3: I like the model below that Like, yeah, yeah. See, this is what it's like when sorry so we should stop being okay. really technical we should- it's so hard <laughs> as well
0: because all, like, cause obviously between like Canon, Nikon and Sony and stuff they all have their different codes for like was, yeah. well, so talk about it, it's quite hard
2: so moving on mm-hmm. yeah. moving on from yeah. for our <laughs> listeners really into yeah, yeah. camera yeah, statistics yeah, no, no. there will be someone out there who's interested in sorry, that sorry guys Yeah, but not our listeners <laughs> you don't <wouldn't> know that <laughs> I think I do contact us if you're interested in the camera chat and if you want more the fact that no yeah. one's going to
0: contact you is proof that that's not
2: true that's just because no, no one likes me so after networking and after
3: <sighs> eventually getting out there with your own kit yeah well I mean I saw so I focused on that for a year I guess And a then
2: Nope. We'll oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> <it> wasn't
3: no. <laughs> I fo- no, no potential. No. I, yeah, I focused on that for a year, and uh, and then um, and then I, I kinda, well, I said I wanted to move to Glasgow, and so I did that in August two thousand sixteen, because Glasgow is where everything happens in Scotland, or Glasgow, or Edinburgh. It's just you know you just have to be here. You know, or just in the central belt at least. you that's where everything happens. And willing to travel, yeah. and yeah, willing to travel. Be in absolutely,
0: in the cities or be outside the cities and have a car. Going to do
3: absolutely get a car. Yeah, that's that the second thing I did after like uh, leaving college. So, like I need to drive because I did start when I was like in seventeen in school, but then yeah. then I started college and I was like oh, I want to focus on college, and then and uh, then I got my driving license as soon as possible afterwards, which is it's just essential. You just need it. You need to drive. So it's it's from working in the production house
1: as the manager of jobs and of that place anyway.
2: Did you work in a production it, house?
1: Have I haven't mentioned it yet. <laughs> um, it, is, it is, it is, every it, time it, you
2: bring up, whatever, it's just goes you for but some it's, reason. It's,
1: it's, it's mad the things that we would have to unfortunately let talented people down on and mm. one of these things would be, oh cool, so we're going to hire this guy, we're going to hire that guy. Oh shit, wait, neither of them have a car. Right, we're going to have to let one... of them. You know what I mean? Like, these yeah, are the two yeah. ideal candidates, but yeah. they can't get to the job. Um, and and it, Even mm-hmm. if they say, oh, we can get the train out there. It's like, are you going to get the train with all your kit? No, we'd rather just hire someone with a car who's maybe not as talented, but
3: that's just oh, it's this yeah. it's, key I, thing. I, I've <laughs> met a few people that are in the industry this year, like, who don't have cars and somehow manage, but it's difficult. Yeah. And they'll do you out of work because you, you just need that thing on your CV. Because when you're filing for your CVs, if, the first thing look at is, or oh, can you drive? No. Yeah, where do you, where do you
0: live? Where you can live? Can you drive? Can you
3: drive? Yeah, yeah, and really. and that and that's. I mean, fair enough, I guess. Cause, but I mean, it's just, it's just essential for yeah. this industry. So, so
1: after learning to drive, going to college, spending a year looking for work. <laughs> looking for what was was the
3: next step I was looking for like yeah traineeships and like apprenticeships schemes Hmm. are there any
1: good like good
0: schemes and stuff that if anyone's listening who wants to sort of get into that kind of thing that you can maybe give a bit of a shot? yeah well I mean
3: well the one I got onto it was something called Screen Nets which is run by Screen Academy Scotland funded by Creative Scotland Um, uh, it's kind of run by Napier University as well Um, it's like a six month on the job training scheme, sort of an apprenticeship, where you get like um, placements on anything that's shooting in Scotland, film and TV drama related, um, and then uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it's focused on the camera department, uh, production department, locations, costume, and uh, grip. <laughs> so, and then I, go, I was, so I was a camera trainee for two thousand nineteen, and um, and yeah, so I applied for that think i was going to get it and thought i'd flick the interviewer well i think i really flicked the interviewer i thought i did shit in the interview and then yeah it's yeah i was so surprised when i, I remember
2: all. uh because uh you ryan and i all used to, and audio boy i guess as well we all used to work together in a wonderful establishment which none wonderful, of us yeah. want to think a about a bar chain yeah, like, yeah we worked <laughs> a in a bar chain <laughs> it's, it's we in the spoons move on Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh and uh <laughs> we would talk quite often about like you're like you're, you're trying, you're trying to get the stuff, you'd apply for these things, but you just wouldn't hear back. Uh, and then like this one that you got was kind of like your, your last ditch Yeah, effort. I said that like,
3: at the time, this is my last shot, like, cause I was just so sick of not just... Not a pun?
2: It's still not a pun, Oh shit, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can do something in these fun.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Uh, so yeah, I said that at the time, that was my last um, shot of trying to work in the industry cause I, yeah spent four years just getting nowhere. Um, I, I worked on a few short films, unpaid, but nothing that was a major. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately, the only thing that was paying your bills at that point was the the big bar chain. Yes, and the it, big bar chain. Obviously, yeah. And obviously, <laughs> that's not where you wanted to be or what you wanted to be doing. No.
3: And then you know, before I worked, that, I worked in HMV. I worked as a Domino's driver here. And then, uh, and then yeah, you had you had jobs to pay. Yes, <laughs> yes yeah, yeah, Paying yeah. for the passion. Dude, I think,
2: do, so yeah, I guess to the do. glamorous life of like yeah. just doing shitty jobs to try. Yeah. And Keep yeah. your passion alive And like yeah
3: And like and I didn't have to be in Glasgow anymore I could just move back home And just mm. find something else to do Which is fair enough you So know? what
1: changed? What was the Where was the, the The crux in our story? Well we
0: know you worked on a pretty Hefty TV show How oh, did yeah. that come about? Or Outlander yeah no when you were on that episode
2: of Tiger you worked on Outlander for yeah so that was one of the placements
3: uh, so it was from May to October this scheme I was running so I got placements on wherever we were shooting in uh, in Scotland so Outlander was one of them Um, it shoots from like like may to november so pl- and there's always plenty of work in it. that's why it's a big employer in yeah. scotland um it's like game of thrones for ireland pretty much yeah pretty much and so i got on that i, I do something called dailies which is basically you do a day or, or like yeah. a few days you don't do the full job you might get a week at the most um and so you you're
0: almost like a sort of uh a backup
3: yeah you're, cov- you're, you're either like, you're like either, yeah you're like covering someone who's off or they're bringing either a second camera on that day like a B cam C camera and then you need either well, a focus puller a loader a trainee and obviously an operator for it so four people to run a camera Jesus <laughs> yeah, I told
1: so you this and you didn't believe me I'm not saying that to be slight I, I, I remember telling you about focus pulling and you were like what the fuck's that and I was like it's a guy yeah. who literally makes sure the camera's in focus you're like what can a camera job, operator yeah. do it and I was like because he's doing a whole other job
2: <laughs> See, here's the thing people you don't just press a button I guess and it goes no, no, there's not a not whole, well, yeah. the, the whole you don't just press
0: a button and it goes Gav and what you said here's the thing people you don't just press a button and it goes as if anyone's ever thought that <laughs> there are people out there who
2: think when it comes to film yeah. you press the button and then they say action well i think yeah. lots of people also think that shooting a film is probably easy, like harder than taking a selfie i thought you were about to say a shit for some reason <laughs>
1: that's an interesting point also so angie adds a quick one as well so a lot of directors uh recently have kind of come out and said that they reckon what was a guy that said he he reckons that the next one of the next big feature films could be shot on an iphone 10 or an iphone Mm-hmm. 11 i think he tried with what's that film called it's, it's
0: your man who shot the florida project tangerine shot an iphone Sean 7 parker and yes, then Sean, uh, yeah. Steven
2: stephen soderberg shot a film called unsane on an iphone 8 or 9, iPhone eight or nine. Yeah, it, yeah.
0: and it's also the photographer nick knight in 2015 he shot a diesel campaign on an iphone and so then, yeah.
1: quick question to one of our, one of our you know, you know the only trained man in here <laughs> uh what are your thoughts on that and have you uh, seen these
3: films? Yeah, I mean they're good films. I mean, I think I think it's um, it makes the whole thing more accessible because mm-hmm. you, you look back to like the nineteen seventies and eighties when people wanted to make films, it was hard. Like when you talk, yeah. you, hear, you hear directors like Pierre Jackson or like you know. Um, even spielberg i think they shot on super eight cameras and that those were really hard to get back then yeah. and and you can you know to edit you actually actually have to cut footage and stuff you know yeah. add, you everything's know,
2: on film and if you run out of film that's yeah, you yeah for three weeks until and, you get yeah, more like let's so say you're burning money if it's like yeah and also it's
3: probably super expensive mean back then to get all that kind of stuff and you had to have probably parents that had that We and rich and, white boys. yeah exactly and like, so it's 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 made everything so much more accessible it's democratized mm. the whole the landscape for yeah. more and so anyone literally anyone can make a film now yeah i mean i can't wait to see what audio boy is going to make for us
0: <laughs> <He> takes enough it <laughs> makes yeah. us podcasting professional that's
1: enough but do you think that's a good thing or do you think that's a i think i think a potential detriment
2: as, yeah as someone who has gone to college has spent all this time getting these skills and honing these skills does it worry you that someone could just come from nowhere with an iphone and just take a job from you
3: no because I think you still need some sort of basic training yeah there's
2: more
0: I think there's and more to it than going to college yeah more definitely it like well,
3: it's, it's more about creativity I mean like imagination and like you know it be, it being an artist I mean it is an artist yeah. if you run to be, be be a filmmaker that's an artistic endeavour yeah, which is the thing I've always had to try and separate from working in the industry it's two different things that working in the industry doesn't help you become a filmmaker you become a filmmaker just by making films yeah and also on YouTube as well like there's great YouTube channels like Film Riot and like like um, that have like so many like tutorials online. You can just learn. You Dreaming. don't have to go to college. You, you can, can just...
1: learn the technicalities of it.
0: but
3: like doesn't... no film school and stuff like doesn't that. Doesn't give you the spark. Can't you need. teach
2: the passion. Can't teach the passion. Yeah, mm. I man no, when that's I was quite young,
0: who said, you know, I was at college while I was assisting him all the time, and he always used to say, you know, you don't have to go to college. Like you can learn everything at college. You can literally just Google the prospectus. You know exactly what they're going to teach you. Yeah, learn on YouTube. But Pretty it's much. all about having the the sort of drive to get up every day. Yeah, watch a YouTube tutorial, set yourself challenges, set yourself goals and stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas some people need that person to be there and say, "That's mm-hmm. not so great." I mean, you that, know, some people yeah. need that guidance, and there's nothing wrong with either. If you can be self-taught, then I mean, I am
3: self-taught it. on many things. When it comes to, like yeah. color grading, and like you know, a lot of camera, like and like camera operation, the basic camera techniques, and like editing, like I taught I taught myself a lot of it. I mean, college gave me that grounding, but I did do a lot of my own like you know, yeah, like learning. So so after Outlander, we move on to. Oh, what, 1917? Oh, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> the
2: big one.
0: you got to talk about it, man. you got to do
2: it. Yeah, it was just, like, I, I remember you telling me like you were going to be working on 1917. and well, obviously,
0: I was going to say there was a big difference when we were all talking about it because Outlander was already a thing. Yeah. So at the time, you'd shot a TV show and a film and you were super excited about Outlander because Outlander was a TV show and you were like, yeah, and mm. I've done this film. and no, And we were like... All right, <laughs> Okay. Like no one really knew because obviously the film yeah. had no like yeah, had no preemptive thing Aye. to it. Like, it was couldn't, just you film. couldn't find
3: much about it online beforehand. Well, because they keep it under wraps. Yeah, it was super you know. close to the chest. Not another. Yeah, part. no, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, but oh, then when he's too quick,
0: well, just, uh, I let yeah. them go. I let them now. There's no point chasing him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, uh,
2: but yeah, when you then. Told us that it's like you're going to be working on this film where the director is Sam Mendes, one of the greatest British directors in Absolutely. the last God knows how long twenty mm-hmm. years, twenty five years. Thanks for the wank, Sam Ryan. You're welcome. And th- th- but better than that, you're going to be working with Roger Deakins, who is arguably one of the best cinematographers ever. Probably the like,
3: best. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean. So that was technically the first placement, actually. Roddy Deak is uh,
0: right. Andrew Newcosm.
3: <laughs> Roddy Deak. Yeah, we're like that. Yeah, we're really close. Yeah. You guys
2: are tight on Instagram
3: all the time. Yeah, Just yeah. They're yeah, 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 texting yeah. right now. Enebra's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that coffee I brought him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so,
1: yeah. So what were you doing on 1917? <laughs> and how right. does Roger
3: Deakin take his coffee? And uh, how did he smell? <laughs> I can't even remember actually. But, I mean, guys, so, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Let him talk. So I was yeah. So I was a camera trainee. I was like the second camera trainee because there was already a camera trainee on it. So, and i was only on the air for three days so it was actually meant to be a week apparently it was scheduled for a week but they got everything they'd done in three days on they were shooting the govan dry docks mm-hmm. on the clyde and uh so I was, I was brought on as a second trainee and so that was my probably my first placement and uh, my first experience on a film set and it's 1917 it's like yeah that's <laughs> crazy <laughs> it's man. pretty yeah insane i still can't believe i did
2: it it's 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 yeah, mental you, your first time on a film set was an oscar-nominated film yeah, that's i'm, be I'm ca- working with
3: the best camera team probably in the world like with Roger Deacons and Andy Harris' focus pillar, like, they're like the two best in the industry, in my, I think. And I've, I don't think anyone would really what disagree. Is,
1: Andrew, you can say whatever the fuck you want. No one's listening to this. You, you say it. <laughs> <Can't> double down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no you're, one, you're not, you're not to going this. to offend anyone, especially not those two or any other
2: focus pillars. <laughs> <policies. laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: so I know you think we're good, but Roger Deacons is not less than a
2: podcast. Yeah, you say it, man. You hey, love I'm going to hashtag the share. unless this oh. never going to see it. Hey, <laughs> what yeah. is the atmosphere like on a film set of that magnitude wow i mean it's uh, it's i mean it was, it's such a big operation um
3: and like um there's so many people and like and they're all from london as well i was the only scottish person there and like uh, it was I mean, there was another trainee on my scheme There was, they had a production trainee there as well so it was just like me and her and then uh and and then everyone was from london so they brought the whole crew up mm. And it's only for two shots as well because yeah. it's all shot on one taken. And so the longest thing they did was five minutes. And um, I should explain what they did. It was it was the scene in the film where Schofield has to cross the collapsed bridge over the river and he's taking a okay, yeah. sniper fire from the tower. So that was the first thing he did. And that's the biggest thing he did, um, which had, had a lot of like choreography to do and stuff. And they had to, put, they had to take the camera off from a wire and then, and then two grips had to take it on a gimbal and then move with it. And it's pretty mental. Like it's really... But it was like clockwork when they got there They had to yeah, keep rehearsing like and, they've you know. been planning it pre-production yeah, yeah, for so yeah. long that they'll just like I mean they've had six it. months of prep yeah and so like, it's I mean, pretty it shows impressive when you watch that film yeah yeah it's incredible And the then,
0: pressure must have been intense man
3: yeah yeah absolutely and yeah because they had to get right and then you had to wait for overcast as well Roger Diggins would be out slightly because you had to look for clouds because they couldn't because you know when they came to Scotland it was lovely weather and it was like, it was like <laughs> clear skies oh, really sunny and like um, and so because to make it you know to match the continuity of yeah. film they had to keep it you know overcast yeah. so um, i mean, i
1: remember re- watching something with that and it was just them yeah saying. i think they mentioned that every yeah. time they wanted to film anything it was like oh go 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 go, <laughs> go, <Yeah>. go, <laughs> go. clouds, run.' <laughs> it's such a weird concept that and a photographer and filmmaker will, will know it as well anytime you want to get a nice shot you want it to be overcast yeah. <laughs> like what yeah. brides and anyone's like, oh we're hoping for a sunny day no you ain't no, you don't no, want no a sunny we're day we're yeah. not open for a sunny day you We want, want like an overcast
0: or we can take your photos at like sundown yeah Yeah. someone who
2: has uh, no good eye for anything Anything. involving a camera thank you ryan (laughs) (laughs) Uh, why overcast over sunlight shadows purely uh without shadows you can grade
1: it to look however the fuck you want yeah Um, imagine things easier
0: also so say you're taking a, a bride's photos right so you've got four choices essentially if you're simplifying it so if you imagine like so camera front and with the sun behind the photographer no one in the no one in like in the bridal party can see they're all sitting squinting so you imagine if you do either side they're half squinting and if you do the other way around where it's like the sun is behind them they're just like silhouettes so like strong sun is a huge issue and there's so much to work you need to like have like diffusers on like location and things like that so when it's just a nice overcast day, like Gary says, you can pretty much grade it to look as sunny as you want. Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't really matter. So the question is, how do all those Instagram models get such good pictures on the beach? Because
0: their phones are designed to do that. Okay. Thank, yeah. Thanks, Apple. Because like you said doing earlier, God's work <laughs> it's not just as simple as just taking a picture <laughs> and pressing the no,
2: button. No. Right. Uh, so yes after well i guess more 1917 because i want to i just want to oh, i've got more yeah uh <laughs> craft services what's craft, service? I just, oh, I what got, craft services i got more <laughs> i got more to ask
3: well that's the first time i discovered crafts that was the first time i was on when i had the craft on it i was like oh wow this is wow you get really well pampered in this <laughs> is it's just but, like full it's a, it's like a wee cost a coffee basically and then the whole in the film did set. you
2: yeah so you said you got did you actually get roger Dakins a coffee i did and yes. what yes.
3: Right, so the first day I shook his hand. I was introduced to him. <laughs> I'm just so was fascinated. Met Roger Deakins, guys. And like, and like, yeah, I was introduced to him, and his wife was there as well, James Deakins. And I, yeah, I barely talked to them. Like he was, he was focused. You know, I don't And not don't, another pun. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh, so, yeah, um, and then the second day I didn't really interact with him, and then the third day I was asked to bring him a coffee. Okay. Don't fuck
2: this up. Don't fuck um, this up.
3: Yeah. And then um It was a large coffee, it was always a big cup he had. Um you got his cup? Yeah, they all have cups. You have to yeah, they all have like reusable cups or plastic. You cups. know, like
2: save the environment and stuff. Yeah, it's all we are all focused. How does he take his coffee? So I know. I can't even remember. Oh, oh, Andrew, this I, is the only reason I brought you on. I want yeah, to find I out I how was a cappuccino oh he's a cappuccino oh, no. I thought he <laughs> was better than that with lots of you know, you lots
0: probably pronounces that cappuccino <laughs> either, either
2: with lots of milk or little
3: milk I can't remember Well, <laughs> one of them's really going to fuck me yeah. over so. <laughs> well if you having a cappuccino doesn't matter I'm not going to get into coffee yet mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like so the trainees roles like I mean basically the trainees the legs of the camera department because the the focus puller assistants the operators they can't leave the set and, and especially because on films like that it's a continuous day which means you don't get a, br- a lunch break you shoot from like say nine o'clock to four which means you get a shorter day but you don't get a lunch break yeah. which is like was the first thing i, I experienced that. i was like oh it's different you're um, sitting there thinking God, i want to go back to spins now yeah, I just break. <laughs> where's my break yeah <laughs> and like um so i had to get everyone's lunches and stuff which is quite common thing you do and um, yeah i guess it's like and, kind of start at the bottom yeah, that's the entry level stuff yeah. yeah and like fetch this fetch that basically that's the, the gist of the role
2: you mentioned uh well hello I thought you boys no one surprise Ooh. what was the other shot that you did you said you oh, came yeah, up for yeah, two yeah. shots
3: um, so it's the one before that is where um Mark Strawn, uh, uh well, he, he ta- ch- chats to Mark Strong's character when he comes off the truck. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because in the background, that's just Glasgow. That's like the Clyde. You can see the science centre and like the people make Glasgow pink building and stuff and, and they just keyed that out and see if you it. And that's, so it's weird when you see that. Like, oh, that's Glasgow in the background. <laughs> really.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't look much different. No. Did you uh, get Mark Strong coffee? No, I didn't. No, did you, well, you, he's an
3: actor, so I only got I only did
2: stuff for the camera department. I guess yeah, you don't like you're the <laughs> dirty camera guy. They don't want yeah, they the want actors them near
3: them. Yeah. One
0: thing I want to ask you said you like got into editing and stuff as well. Is like things like that about like getting rid of buildings and stuff like that. As a stills person, I think that's pretty easy. I've never really understood it happening on, on motion so in
1: motion.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm not really good to either so I'm not no. the best person to ask I've right. really, not really done a lot of like well, after, question after effects stuff um, I would like to learn that but I've not it's really all about
1: been. masking baby just about
3: it's much, just, yeah. mainly just masking well, they do something called a clean plate as well where they shoot with no actor in, and that yeah. helps you with the visual effects and stuff and they had the, the mirror ball which I still don't understand <laughs> I've asked yeah. about it I've forgotten well. It was about, but yeah, the, yeah. So it was Less quite visual kids, effects. Habit. Making films is hard. That's yeah. what we're getting <laughs> yeah. at. Is, uh, yes. Basically,
2: so you've yeah. uh, worked on big projects, big sets. I like Outlander 1917. Well, Outlander 1917. To actually, even say, I would say Outlander is actually bigger. Than I guess like it's a big production that's like 24 episodes a season, or I think it's
3: 13 now. 13 yeah, I think you may have been and it's quite just a lot in the
2: first one. Yeah. 13 episodes a season and I guess it spans a lot of locations and sets. Surely sc- the main thing
0: about Outlander was that you were like right in amongst it. Like it was all happening. Did you get to
2: film any were- of the raunchy sex scenes? I don't know if I can talk about that. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I can't really say. I guess if you're like definitely it, on you know. closed
0: sets as well, you're probably not allowed to I, I, was,
3: it I all. was on closed sets, so I can't, <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> now. Uh, the,
1: no, the thing I was going to... Fuck that, I'm moving on.
0: No, I was Andrew! Gonna, I was
2: moving on from ninety seven. Name some of your
1: best films, some, some films that you would aspire to be on or would have loved to have been on back in... <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> if if Going forwards, name something that you would... Either people or a film that you'd love to work on or anything in that kind of ilk. What's your dream job?
0: Yeah, like Early Doors, did you oh. have something that you watched and you were mm. like shit I want to I want to do yeah. that what, like we, you, we kind of started off your backstory by saying you went to college but
3: what sort of drew you to
0: other yeah. films that like that took you yeah. there
1: that is a great one yeah
0: yeah
3: um, well, it was the Lord of the Rings trilogy definitely when I watched, when I watched oh, that good answer absolutely because when I, wa- I, I got I remember getting the extended editions for the first time and they have the best behind the scenes
2: yeah I've watched them f- quite features. they are insane like, every like two stuff. discs worth of like, and it's just
3: amazing If it was Return of the King I got first the extended edition of that and then seeing how how wet it worked and how they did uh, the concept art of stuff and like how they uh designed all the armors and stuff and um and then showing it how they shot it and uh it's, I mean, it's just you just you just get a whole education there like and it just it's, you can help it being inspired like, it's like oh wow this is a job you can yeah do There's that so i can get out many, there and do
0: that like you can like you can be people growing up and you can like say from things that like you like sewing do you like taking photos? Do you like shouting at people? Like, there's hmm. there's jobs in it for for literally everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I yeah. wish the thing like Sky One's really good just now at doing uh, like sort of documentary stuff based on things they've done and things like it was called like a Day of Thrones. Oh yeah like I watched the that The most yeah. important oh, person It yeah. was like the guy That did the snow
1: And he just Oh I watched that Yeah 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 such a
0: crucial guy And he just turned up every day And he's like So we're doing snow today And he's like ah, So winter's coming We're just doing a little bit Of snow today And like, he's yeah, just that, that, uh, yeah. All together And he had
1: all these guys Working for him He's like I just make snow That's my life One of yeah. my favourite days Working at the production company I worked at oh, I'm not going to say No anything comment time. <laughs> 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 Was the day uh, I got sent to the Arter Ar- 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 For the FX place in Glasgow. Do you know about them? Arta? Know. Artem? Oh, well, they're a visual effects company. Yeah, well, they're a special effects company. Um, oh, right. So, you know, they. Really? I went to their open day where they were just doing a bunch of stuff. So I got like a big gash across my head. Uh, I got shot and then a, a oh. squib went off and I got yeah. soaked in fake blood. It's very fun. But the best thing I had there, and this is how kind of... It's mad that they are based in Glasgow. They've got a London office as well, I've since found out. But they're based they've got a Glasgow based office, but and I've showed you those pictures, haven't I? Yes. Where I was playing with the the goose from Hot Fuzz. Um, oh wow. So the, the one that's in the back of the car is just a mechanical goose head and they just had it out on show and I was like, What's that? And they were like, Mechanical goose from Hot Fuzz. <gasps> like, hey. can I touch it? And they went, Yeah, you can touch it. So It's like running around with the mechanical goose head. I don't it was mean great. to quote, but it's a swan. It's a swan. It's a swan. <laughs> swan. Uh, but yeah, what would be a dream job for you then?
2: Uh go I look mean, into the future. You can see this podcast, it's okay. Oh, this podcast, yeah. Um no. I wouldn't give me any shite for that. <laughs> We're over it. Okay. Uh, well, it. well the
3: fact there's a Lord of the Rings TV show happening, okay, that'd be I you guess sure, yeah. that'd probably be the one i guess a star wars project would be a big one as yeah. well um
2: but like there's so many no. like, i mean look at the bright side you didn't have to work on episode nine because then we would slate the shit out of you yeah
0: <laughs> do you feel more like a little more positive because more things are coming to glasgow i feel Even oh well batman's coming, ten
2: coming ten to glasgow yeah. 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 later
3: this month yes fast Do you to get a job well, on batman i don't think not, it's going to be any... as much as a lot yeah I mean, well, they, well again it's shooting in london so they bring all their london crew and that's yeah. I, mean, I mean the only reason i got onto 1917 was because screen was well connected with creative scotland and then obviously creative scotland's kind of helped them come to glasgow and like there's a glasgow film office that you know every city has a film office so yeah. they, they which helped kind of promote the city and for like film uh, productions that like, want to maybe shoot here and and so I think that's how the politi- politics of it were. I don't really know much about it, but like they got me on of it because of Creative Scott was giving them funding or something yeah, like yeah, that. And yeah, they yeah, thought course. we should probably give a trainee on it. Yeah, I stick guess stick something in so is there anything yeah. else?
1: Anybody? Anything else? Anybody wants to ask Andrew? Before yes, I, uh, I know rap. Andrew's got. I have uh, a huge uh, film that he loves. <laughs> Ryan, take you take him a question. Go for it. And Here
0: we go. We just I just want to hear Andrew talk about it because he loves it more than anyone I've yeah, ever met. So the film I also
2: love. This Indeed. is a, a new segment. Oh, I didn't tell you about this, Gary. Phil, had the audio boy had this great idea, and we're going to do this for when we have guests on. So we're having a new so
0: segment. We're, when we're doing popular things, in the, we're talking about how professional podcasts is. Uh, Andrew, uh, Gavin now just start sort of talking about planning segments and then we're going
2: to do on the podcast, mid-recording. Uh, yep. <laughs> so this is a new segment. When we have a guest on, we are going to obviously talk to them about why we have them on, but we're going to also ask them what their favourite film is. <laughs> And explore why it was a favourite film. Now, I know what Andrew's is, and I'm excited to talk about it. But I'm also excited we're going to get someone at some point whose like favourite film will be like a shiter. And then we get to like, why do you like this shiter? <laughs> I wish like.
1: you... Uh, the only thing I'm going to say is, because I'm excited for this as well, Andrew. The only thing I'm going to say is, why the fuck did you not tell me this before the podcast? So I didn't have to say... Does anybody want to ask him anything before we wrap? Like a twat. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm sorry.
2: I was, I was head down thinking about... Fucking pot noodle levels. So Which you fucked. I know I fucked. <laughs> I told you I lost concentration. So like what,
0: you try to say that if you'd talked to Gary about this before you'd have fucked the pot noodle more? Yes <laughs>
3: There's currently a swimming pill in that kitchen. So Andrew, what is? Your favorite film
2: and why? My favourite film is Drive.
3: Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Directed by Nicholas Winner released in two yeah, thousand 2000- eleven. No Andrew's
3: favourite film is Drive. <laughs> Go, Andrew, go. Yes, it's my favourite film. Um, Where well, should I start? God, there's so much I could... Oh. Um, I think for our listeners, if you let us know what the film's about. It's about a, a Hollywood stunt driver who moonlights as a getaway driver at night in LA. And he's like this mysterious kind of guy, man of no name kind of, mm-hmm. kind of cinema character. He falls for his next door neighbour. Um, and then when her husband comes home from prison, he... Um, Needs to do a job to like owe some people money or something, and yeah. uh, and then they get double crossed when he offers to help him on that job as a getaway driver, and then it just descends into a whole ton of murdering and violence, uh, and stylish murdering stylish and cool, yes. cool, <laughs> yeah. straight music, great music, great just, music Frank Gosling just looking like a yeah, just a uh, snack, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what
1: do you love about it? <laughs> Now oh, it's a big oh, now. now the, yeah, way to start on this one. What, what, I, was, what your,
3: so I first watched it when I was in sixth year at school, and it was a t- during a time where I was uh, so when I decided I wanted to do f- work in film and TV. And I was like, I'm just trying to, I'm trying, I want to try and watch better movies, mm-hmm. not like Lord of the Rings and Spider Man on repeat. Like just watch. Good movies. You're
0: <laughs> watching things with a different eye, like looking out for stuff that you yeah have
3: Did yeah, you yeah. See like in the cinema, or was it like on? No, I never saw in the cinema. So I saw I first saw it in well 2013, so two years after it came out, and I think I'd heard of it or um, well, because I heard of the whole thing that it, you know, it being like oh, people thought it was a Fast and Furious film, but it's yeah. actually much more profound and yeah better, and, you know, and uh, and, and that's what turned a lot of people away because they think the poster is very misleading
2: isn't... But, um, I mean, like, the the trailer itself kind of gives you a sense that it's going to be like this.
3: Well, yeah, it's giving you a sense it's going to be fast-paced and exciting, I guess, and it is quite a bit... The, the opening is. Yeah, very, and then it changes yeah.
2: pace massively.
3: Yeah. For the better. For um, the better, absolutely. For the better, yeah. So, pace and I, is
2: pretty
0: non-consistent throughout.
3: Yeah. Hmm. So I first watched on, like, Netflix, actually. Early 2012-13 Netflix, and then um, some someone at school actually recommended it to me, and, and then... So, because I was and I clicked it thinking it was going to be, I
2: think a Fast and Furious kind of thing. So, yeah. I, love,
3: I love car movies. I love stuff like Bullet, Vanishing Point, Gone in sixty Seconds, and I can get that from my dad because he's a stuff man. like The Obviously Italian Job. Your,
2: your car stuff on your Instagram. It's yeah, it's I
3: nice. Like, I like cars, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I like movies about cars, future <laughs> cars, yeah. and car chases. So I was like, Do you was, like
0: the movie Cars? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Don't mind it, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's what drew me to it, and then and then it just blew my mind like and then I immediately when I got back from school the next day I got my laptop out and watched the whole opening again so I was so fascinated how that, that sequence because it's a brilliant shot it just stays in the car and it's like a car chase but it doesn't even come out of the car all, so all yeah. the, from his point of view as well which is just brilliant it's just best way to shoot yeah, a, really a scene like that and, um, and yeah and I was just I, I, was, I was so fascinated with that character because I Because he is a man with no name. He's called Driver, and like I love, I love films that are like that, like you know the Dollars trilogy and his player stuff like that. And I don't, you don't realize till after the credits roll. Oh shit, he wasn't. Yeah. It's like when I watched Lair Cake and I'm like, oh, he didn't have a name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, it's like, you, you only know it's it afterwards.
1: It's a misnomer in Lair Cake, though, because at the end it yeah. says, if you if you can figure out my name, you're as smart as me, but you can't. Yeah. I've watched I, that film plenty. Yeah. Not because I wanted to, but I was determined to, to, solve, figure that, out his name. to solve that puzzle. Yeah, and yeah. it is an unsolvable puzzle, <laughs> I swear. If yeah. anybody knows the guy in Lair Cake's name, send me it, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you 20 quid in the post. <laughs> Daniel Craig, right? No, the the character yeah. name. All oh,
2: right, Badger t- like after
3: all his time. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. was Daniel Craig? His name's Craig Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I think it's listed on the credits. X X X X. Is it? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I know yeah. that. Yeah. He so. is <laughs>
1: hot. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I'm sure, mm. I'm 90% sure it's an unsolvable puzzle.
2: Which is mm. bullshit. I'm 100% sure you'll never solve it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again tonight. Uh, mm.
0: I've got the DVD. You can just take it with you. He has listed on the credits as X X X
2: X. Yeah. Charlie. The Charlie XXXX The movie drive <laughs> It's a kind of a, an amalgamation of brilliant qualities, i.e. the acting, Ray Gosling, Carrie Mulligan, Oscar Isaac, eh, even Ron Perlman and Albert Brooks as well. Fantastic. Albert Brooks. Then you've got just like what you said, like the way it's shot. I mean, I say that I say that it's a film I discovered
3: cinematography. Yeah, yes. I didn't know. I didn't even really think about cinematography before I watched that film, and it's like
2: because it it does tell the story just through visuals alone, and like, it's just so brilliantly yeah, framed. It's, and it's that old Hitchcock way of show don't tell, and that's a hundred percent what that movie is. So much mm-hmm. of it is just you reading the scene and what's happening in the scene. Yeah, and it also has the like, the purest. Basic love story, yeah, which
3: I love. I, just, I love that. It's that you know it's not about them getting to know each other, like
2: you know, how they don't do they sit at like a coffee table. They yeah. don't, like, oh. kiss, don't
3: really kiss once, you yeah, know, like, <laughs> and it's we I mean, don't even know that if that's real or not. You know, if, you, if, you, yeah, if you're of that theory that it's just a like a what he wants to do, but he's not actually yes doing it. You know, so don't have the
2: balls. Yeah, Ryan Gosling's got the balls. Well, you like, are a jackal at that. You got balls. It's a dope jacket, and and I have the jacket. Two people that is the, dope. Two I people also have it. Hangs <laughs> on my wall in my living <laughs> <own> room. <laughs> Ryan and Andrew have that jacket. I've yeah. got audio. boy. he hangs uh, around in the wall in
0: your room. Anything do you
2: want to say about Drive? The, Obviously, uh, I have talked about the music. Oh, God. the music. Yeah, I mean that
3: album's like my favorite album ever. Like, and um I I, I I pretty much. Yeah, I discovered electronic music concept okay, as you're well.
0: You're quite a big electronic fan now. From, yeah, is that, yeah, Is that from Drive?
3: Pretty much, yeah. Because, yeah, like, listening to, like, Kavinsky Nightcall the first time, yeah. like, my God, like, that just blew my mind. There's and,
2: uh, the, a fun story of one night, Andrew and I and our pal Thomas, we were out <laughs> uh, uh, on the beds, uh, mm. and our pal Sean was DJing, he'll be on the podcast at some point soon, mm. and he ended his set by playing Night Cold by Kavinsky. And I don't know, you were, you lost it. I think you were about to start crying. You were just like so happy. Yeah. It was kind of joyous yeah. to watch just that yeah. music affects you yeah. the way it does. I, I love him for that. Was, that was so touching. And it's all, yeah. obviously, obviously reacting to a song like that says so much about how that movie kind of, yeah. how you think about that movie. And yeah. Because you, this is another thing I want to talk about is plugging some of the work you've done some of your personal work if sure. you've made little shorts little documentary short kind of stuff and stuff on instagram and vimeo about drive because you're always thinking about it and yeah. wanting to just show why you love it which i yeah, love
3: yeah well, I, so so like early last year i made that a thing i wanted to do for a while it was like, it was like a basically take this q a of what uh, nicholas Wenning and talking about drive he did in like 2011 and then cut it to footage simple stuff yeah. really and then just um and kind of documentary, I guess, video essay format, which I because I watched tons of stuff like that on YouTube all the time. So I wanted to do something like that for Drive, and I guess the other bigger idea was to do it for films that don't have behind-the-scenes featurettes stuff like that. And, and Drive is actually one of them. It
2: doesn't have if you go on the Blu-ray, it doesn't have any yeah, extras for at all. Is, is- it has what, that Q and A actually on the Blu-rays? That's it. Follow-up film, Only God Forgives, has a ton of behind-the-scenes stuff of them making it, but Drive yeah. doesn't really seem to have anything. No one was
3: paying attention to Drive back in time, and, and then everyone was a
0: confidence thing as well as a director. People are like, "Oh, do you want us to do a behind-the-scenes?" He's like, "No one's going to fucking watch this film, let alone mm. behind the scenes." Mm. Whereas he made Only God Forgives, and he's like, "Shit, people might actually watch this film because a lot of
3: people watch Drive. we're going to watch and it." And so. his wife made a documentary it's as well true, yeah, called wife,
2: my, it, my, my Life Directed by Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. I've watched it. Yeah. Either the, the making of that film or the documentary either kind of like tore them apart for a while because of like how yeah. neurotic and messed up he got trying to make <laughs> Only My God Forgives it, in Thailand, which was a, it's fascinating, was yeah. a it's really so interesting documentary. Yeah. It's better yeah. than the movie. <laughs> oh God, yeah. <laughs> the movie's trash. I mean, it's stylish trash. I, mean,
3: yeah. I love how it looks. It and looks beautiful. the score's beautiful. pretty good. And and it's still, uh, still Cliff Just Martinez doing the score and it's, he's great. Yeah. Styling
0: trash is actually my stage name, stylish trash.
3: <laughs> Pull it off well. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing with that, I love Drive so much, but, like, um, I don't like any of his other work, really. I mean, I, I, I like Bronson. I like, oh, I love Bronson. Uh, I, I love... watched Valhalla Rising,
2: thing like that. I, yeah, I, is like, you have to be in a mindset for that. And I
3: wanted to watch it for so long. And, and Mads like,
2: Mikkelsen's another one of those great, like, yeah, yeah. silent protagonists. I, protagonist. I love, like,
3: period medieval films as well. Yeah. And, like, um, so I was, I was so fascinated to see what he did in that kind of period, and I was just bored. And then Only God Forgives <laughs> trash
2: and then was it neon, neon demon. demon is i i've watched it again I, I, uncomfortable yeah it's very weird but um, nothing it, like a bit of uh what, what's what's it when you have sex with a dead person Necrophilia. Nothing like a bit of necrophilia just to cap off yeah, your film you weird weird like, like, like you didn't know going <laughs> <Right. laughs> out here to
0: provide gav with insights <laughs> thanks
3: I mean, he has weird fetishes. Like, he's just oh so yeah, he's a with, very fetishistic yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of director. And because I can drive, I think he was pretty held back. It was, it's was his most like, like, um, I guess commercial film. I guess like accessible yes, film. Yeah. Um, but the other ones are just mad. And I even started watching his Amazon series uh, "Till to Die On," and, and like, he, he's just been like let off the chains. It's just, like, he's it's yeah. At this point, he's nothing's holding him back.
2: For him. Yeah, he's m- nothing. He's an know. interesting man to hear speak. He is. Yeah yeah about his films and just about things in general because he's so yeah. particular you're just like yeah he's a... i'm in, i'm uncomfortable with anything you're saying right <laughs> now <laughs> yes. so, yeah unfortunately
1: guys i think we're gonna have to wrap up there on time uh andrew it's been fantastic having you here well, thank you for if me. our listeners do want to check out any of your stuff uh what where can we find you on youtube instagram uh, where's your preferred
3: format of social needs <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well I, I do a lot of stuff on instagram at the minute so like i'm like andrew double underscore mcclellan on instagram and then there's a link to um agm edits on instagram why mm-hmm. so i do a lot of like editing stuff on that just mad things that come into my head when i listen to music and feel like oh i should put that to a scene in a film just really random stuff yeah
2: and i've put like the documentary i made on drive there as well and it's awesome. um, links to all yeah. that stuff there so if you just <laughs> send me some uh, links and i'll put them in the description so if cool. you're on iTunes or Spotify, you'll be able to access. You can swatch those. That on the stuff, description. I'll, I'll put that down much there appreciate for it. you. Thank you,
1: but no, Andrew, thank you so much for coming in. Uh, on, Andrew, man. It's been Peace. fantastic. Really, really, really interesting talking to you as well, and hopefully we've. Uh, <laughs> giving some people a spark cause insight, yes. an insight on in where to start where to where to go if you want to get a role on the next big film in Glasgow Andrew's your boy
3: put <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, his home address start, his email start I am literally just starting out <laughs> <laughs> I am only done nine months disclaimer yes, <laughs> <phone> number, <laughs> uh, send it to Andrew and you will get a
2: role on this film I'm new to this <laughs> as uh, always uh, you can reach us uh, so yeah if you want to get on those social medias it's twitter at meanderingpod uh, facebook and instagram search for meandering movie podcast if you want to drop us an email it's meanderingmoviepodcast at gmail.com like i said earlier i just fight there's links down below for all of that plus Andrew stuff uh, and for closing the thought just getting to talk to you about drive just makes me want to have you back in the podcast to talk about movies in general because you're a joy to oh, talk about movies great. with thank you so much for having me it's been a pleasure, it's been a pleasure. Ah, it's, we've been waiting for it's been too long Yeah we have talk- talked been about too it long. We've we about it been, for a yeah. long time It's finally <laughs> happened Since we met basically Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, it's, like, yeah it's, been, no, it's been great it's been, you, actually,
2: you
0: spoke
1: to Andrew About being a guest in the podcast Before me <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: actually, yeah. actually I did
2: <laughs>
1: And now
0: look at you
2: Can't mm. get rid of you
1: Guys that's mm. it from us this week Thank you so much for listening Thank you so much Andrew For coming on uh, We've been your Meandering Movie Podcast boys Thank you very much Have a great one We'll speak to you next week Bye Music is life <laughs>
0: It's meandering movies, listening to Gary, Ryan, and Gavin. It's all about films, but goes off course. Will there be arguments, of course? Cause everyone
2: knows their lives are dull and they have nothing else to talk about.